Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. Hello, Dr. Smith. How are you? I'm doing great. And I'm uh, saying prayers for y'all over there in Chicago. (laughs) Uh, I know. I'm seeing all the memes, all the crazy for us here. And I'm living in my igloo. But yeah, and, and by the time the listeners hear this, I think actually the forecast is supposed to be in the in the forties. Like awesome. so by the, yeah, but right now while we're recording um, It's the other direction, negative forty. <laughs> right. Well today, right now it's a balmy negative eight. Like yesterday oh it gosh. was negative twenty two. So Good Lord. we are better. <laughs> That's, it's, yeah, crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. We got the heat. It. I don't know. We got the heat on like 78 and it's still like you can't stand next to a window. Like right, like right. right now my office, the window's on my back. So I have to have on my sweatshirt. But it's still like reading 77. We got the fire going in the house. It's crazy. Okay, good, it is. Good. It is. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. that's not we're not going to complain all day. No, no, about no. Pitiful but, Kenya living in Chicago like we, a crazy. We, we, we're why we're a balmy three degrees right now. No. Oh, you're only three. <laughs> no, we're, okay. we're actually it's probably around 14 or 15 right now. But last oh. night was, was three degrees. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're, our, our, we're going to our guest we're bringing um, in in just a moment and she's going to bring some heat. That's to, right. To the conversation and men in more than one way. <laughs> but let's first do our music tip. Our <clears throat> music tip for today is, um, and I was actually, I just learned something new. Um, mm-hmm. The there, There's a bunch of communities online. There's actually some, some websites and apps <clears throat> that try to make it easier for musicians to collaborate. And... Um, there's uh, we're going to put it in the show notes. There's a link that I have to this guy's article. And that's that's sort of where I found it. Um, he was mm-hmm. talking about all the sites that are available. And I, I knew of one because it's all on the software platform that I use uh, reason. And it was called Ali Hoopa. But I just wow. learned that Ali Hoopa is shutting down. And actually, I think they've oh. shut as of this broadcast, they've shut down. Um, but there's other sites that are available, and uh, we'll have a link to the in the show notes to them. But uh, Compose is one, Bandhub, Blend, Pro Collabs, Melocity, Splice, and Dextra. Um, mm. These are, are sites that are available for artists to basically collaborate with other musicians, and you can make a song with somebody in Budapest. So yeah. Um, it's well, are really these like fun. random people that you find or you, let's say you identify somebody and you're just trying to make it easier for the collab? Do yeah, you know well, there's I mean? certain filters that the site that it's each site has one. I think which pro collabs is on. you have to submit your stuff and they have to review it to see if you're, you know, of the caliber to be on the oh, site. And, okay. you know, so they that that's one that sort of sort of weeds out anybody that's like, you know, in their basement. Um, that right. doesn't have any really credentials, but pro okay. pro collabs you have to have credentials. Okay. So, um, but there's some other sites that are up there, um, you know. And I would just say check it out, and it could be a really useful thing. Especially uh, Dextra 
is not just for musicians. So if you need a videographer, uh, animator, um, anybody else, they're looking to collab with whoever else. So um, it's really uh, it's the, the ground is breaking. <laughs> it's it's a yeah. lot of new stuff out there. Well, and collaboration is is so key right now. Mm-hmm. You know, particularly as independent artists, but even you know, as we as you're listening, my gosh, to to mainstream. I mean, everybody has somebody featured, you know, on their songs, and so you know, you don't just have to be a feature. You can actually collaborate to yep. actually make it happen. You know what I mean? To make the to to actually produce and you know actually the musicianship. So yeah. Great. That's a good music tip. Thank you. Thank you. Well, since I'm leading today, (laughs) we we have uh, an illustrious guest with us today. Yeah. Uh, An amazing vocalist, great friend. Um, And she's also, you know, of course, we're we're, we're not as uh, what's the word? Ne- nepotistic oh, or nepotistic? Yeah, nepotistic. Yeah, nepotistic. we're not as nepotistic okay. <laughs> over here, but we love our Howard University family, and you. Uh, you know you that's know. there's just uh, there's just a camaraderie that comes from that, and uh, so she she's comes she comes out of that, and this is her her vocal skills are are you know amazing. She was amazing back at Howard anyway. So, um, <laughs> so we're we're so happy to have um, with us Cy Smith. Hey, Cy! Yay! Oh my gosh! <laughs> First of all, wow! Thank you for the accolades, Doctor Smith. I am <laughs> I am so flattered. No, it's, no, and I remember you in the you know in fine arts and just you know you were always doing some fantastic things Aww. with with all of the best people at oh. Howard. So for you to give me um, those kind of props, that really means a lot. Thank you for well, that. I, and I hello, remember. Kenya. I'm, yeah. I'm super happy to be here. Yes. <laughs> no, we're so excited to have you. And I mean... We, we're going to let you tell your story, but we, I, I just I'm 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 so glad that I'm finally being able to, like, really converse with you because I I was not in fine arts during my stay at Howard. I was actually a physical therapy major, but I was in Howard's gospel choir and I have always saying and that's now what's led me here. But so you have always I've always kind of seen you from afar. You, and, you know, and, yeah, yeah, I wasn't in fine arts either. I, Actually, my my major was psychology. So I was in, yeah, I was in the College of Arts and Sciences before they merged um, fine arts with arts and sciences. Ah, right, right. Yeah. But even early in your career, like when you, and we'll get, I'm going to let you explain, you know, your career in a moment, but I've always been a, a, a huge fan. And then now I live in Chicago mm-hmm. and I know you know this person, Dwayne Powell, yes, who everybody knows. of course. Um, <laughs> to when I moved to Chicago years ago and I was trying to figure out kind of the scene and who to kind of connect with musically, this was before I started getting back into music myself, mm-hmm. you know, I would see Dwayne promoting you early. I mean, from, you know, the years when the beginning, the beginnings of the grind where he's so good yep. at supporting. And so he's what kind of, I think, even triggered me to let let me tap a little bit more into this HU fellow, yes. you know, student. Let me let me see who she is. And so, <laughs> definitely, definitely, we want to hear your story. So, if you could like just tell us who you are for those who don't know who the fabulous Cy Smith is, and then how you your background 
and getting Wow. Okay. Let me see. I'm obligated to give a big, you know, because I <laughs> heard an issue earlier right. uh, and I didn't say it. <laughs> um, well, my name is, <laughs> my name is Cy Smith. As you guys have said, um, I was born in New York. I was raised in DC, Maryland and the, the DMV. Um, I, I am a singer, songwriter. Um, but I guess, let's see, to give listeners uh, a brief synopsis of how I got into this. Um, I studied psychology, like I said, and with a minor in music therapy at Howard, but um, I always knew I wanted to be a professional musician. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but um, I knew I wanted to do something in music. I moved to LA about a year after graduating from Howard um, to pursue a career in songwriting. Mm. Um, but, but I got to LA because, uh, I got a part in a little play, a, a small musical. That's what brought me out to LA initially. But, um, I stayed in LA to, to pursue songwriting. Um, but what happened was like my songwriting demo that was floating around, everybody thought it was an artist demo because I, because I demoed my own <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and and people kept saying, well, "Why doesn't she? Why don't we? Why doesn't she get a you know record deal?" <laughs> right. And right. I was like, "No, no, 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 no! You know, I'm not trying to do that." And I, and I ran away recording artists wow. for you know, when they just bit the bullet and said, "Maybe my songs are too weird else to sing." <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe that's what they don't want to say because it's kind of weird to say. But mm. so I just got I got a record deal with Hollywood Records. And recorded pretty much all the songs that were on my demo, um, and and then maybe a couple of more songs with producers that were on my wish list, like Ali Shahid Muhammad and mm. James Poyser, and, mm-hmm. and and then Hollywood Records didn't put out my album, and it turned out they just weren't ready for black music or you know mm. uh, right. division. And, um, so so they shelved the album, and I eventually got dropped. And, and made a little one single mm-hmm. and um and and that buzz kind of really lit the fire in me it was like oh my god why haven't i been doing this like what <laughs> right, right. you know right, right. <laughs> um and you know in the meantime uh i had also been getting background singing gigs like with was my first one mm. and then whitney houston was my second one wow. and yeah and then when i got the whitney houston gig um, I was just, I was just wide open for opportunity in that arena. And, um, Ricky Minor, who was the MD for Whitney, um, mm-hmm. kind of took me under his wing and, and took me everywhere that he went. So I was mm-hmm. doing Whitney. I did Shaka. I did Brandy. I did uh, the show called Motown live. And then he got the show called American Idol. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of jumping, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of jumping around a bit, but, yeah. but you know, so I wasn't really hungry. Um, after I lost my record deal, I was still working, you know, which allowed, right, right, allowed right. me, which allowed me sort of idea of just releasing something independently. And this is how I started releasing my own records in 2001. I released an EP um, called One Like Me. Mm. And there was no scene for independent soul music back then. This was like the wild, wild west, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. There were no social networks. There was, you know, like that. People were barely on the internet, like mm-hmm. for real, for real, you know. Um, so, but I had started a, a sort of scene for myself here in L.A. 
um, performing at this little coffee shop mm. called Lucy Florence. And then I got into this, you know, as far as indie music, like there was Kim Hill, there was myself, there was Medusa. Um, and anyway, and I just, you know, I, I kind of, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was kind of like pioneering something, yeah. um, in, in LA and, um, and you know, like Thundercat before he was Thundercat. I had, wow. I had Kamasi Washington before, wow. you know, so, it, you know, so I, I didn't even that I was this new thing for mm-hmm. soul music. Um, and that, and that, you know, it's, I guess 18 years later, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I'm on, um, and yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. That, I'm sorry. I, cause this is what we fight for. Cause I'm like, go, it's my turn. Ahead. No, go, go Will. Go no, go Will. No, no, go no, 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 no. You go, go, go. <laughs> Oh man! Well, it, this this is a this is a treat for me because I remember us uh, rehearsing. I have a vivid memory of this one rehearsal that we had uh, with uh, Cherie, Cherie, oh, uh, yeah. sweet Cherie. She's known as now, and uh, but yeah. and um, yeah, my my buddy Mark Prince was on drums and uh, and Clifton on trumpet, and so we, yeah, we had a whole bunch of folks. Yeah, and we were playing a brand new heavy song. Yes, brother sister. I, Brothers, I, I have a distinct memory of that moment for some reason, and uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a very fond fond memory uh, back back then. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it was just it, it was just I great. I remember that. Yeah, it was just a yeah, it it was a. Mental <laughs> yeah. in bringing me out of my shell, like she she really encouraged me to. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and Cherie, she she's did uh she's played with um Pieces of a Dream, uh, a whole bunch of other folks. Chuck Brown. And so she's still mm-hmm. cranking it. Yeah, yep. Chuck Brown. Yeah, she's she's cranking it. Yeah, she cranks. Well yeah, what well, yeah, I <laughs> I was always uh but yeah, it, it was just just some some great some great moments back then. And I think, you know, just just to add to the question that I that I have is just that's um the the formative years that, that we've had at that time period. Um, what would you what would you point to, I guess, and say is the uh, is one of the most, um, I guess, the biggest aspect or, you know, um, part of that time period that would uh, that that formed you and just got you ready for what you're dealing with now? I would definitely have to say there were two things um, after I graduated from high school school my mother allowed me to join a go-go band which is what all <laughs> kids in dc maryland do <laughs> who who have any inkling towards music so i joined the go-go band that's i think that's where i met sheree um playing keyboards but that was my first time um sort of getting into contemporary mm-hmm. music prior to that like all of my high school years prior to college classical um, and I was mm. trained, I was trained in classical piano and I competed in classical. My first contemporary music, a big discovery for me because listen to music differently because there were no charts. I had to hear, I had to figure out what I was playing just by listening to it. Mm. And there was another um, girl in the band named Cleo who was a bad a monster keyboard player and singer. Mm-hmm. And just watching her, you know, watching how she picked out songs and watching how she, um, you know, sang, I just learned a lot. And, and all go-go bands have like a front line and those frontline girls, you know, just work a crowd. But that really being a part of royalty was a 
big, um, that was the name of the band. Mm. That was a, that was really a, a big, big, you know, catalyst for me. Um, and then the second part of that answer would have to be at Howard when I got in the group. Do you remember In Time, William? Of course. Of course. Yeah. So yes. In Time, <laughs> Kenya, In Time was like an acapella group. We were, uh, you know, co-ed mm. acapella group, sort of like Boys to Men meets Manhattan mm-hmm. Transfer. Okay. Gino. And, and we did, yeah, like meets New York Voices. And it was Gino Young mm-hmm. and Daryl Hunt okay. and Lauren Samuel. Oh, I know all these and, guys. Yeah, okay, I know all mm-hmm. of them. Lauren and Daryl. I know exactly. Very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Alvin Thomas, Angela May. I know uh, and myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And okay. and um and there were a couple of other rotating members. I think like towards the end of my run in that group, but that group really um, schooled me in because they too kind of pushed me to sing you know, lead a little more. Cause I was still very, I was so shy up until like two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was, I really was, I was so shy about singing leads, but I loved the, I loved vocal arranging and I loved harmony. And I learned a lot about both of those things in that group and that group, um, you know, taught me a lot about, or they they allowed me to really express myself in songwriting. So I wrote a bunch of songs in that in that group. And um, well, Daryl is ridiculous. Daryl is actually ridiculous. actually we're going to get Daryl I mean, on the podcast. I could just wrote yeah. Daryl's name down is, as a future person. He's yeah. really, yeah. really ridiculous. Yeah, but um, I, I I did a lot of songwriting with them, and then. Um, my buddy, I, I befriended a guy named Scotty Beats my freshman oh, year yeah. at Howard. And and Scotty used to take me to the studio out at night flight in mm-hmm. Fort Washington. And Scotty was like, you can sing. Like, and so he, be, so I sort of became <laughs> like, <laughs> I would demo, like it, it started with me demoing hooks for like, you know, hip hop groups that would come through there. But then mm-hmm. um, Scotty had me demoing whole songs and um and I learned a lot about recording and how to record because recording is very different from yep. singing live. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very much. So um <laughs> so so yeah, so I, I I got a whole lot of schooling outside of my credit hours at Howard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Wow. This is so cool. I love it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this, this is awesome. And it's, it's very interesting because you're, you're mentioning like you, you know, you're just throwing out the name Thundercat and Kamasi who are like right now, like at the edge of the, you know, progressive, you know, scene or whatever. Right. And, you know, you guys were just hooked up and, you know, you being a part of that, that movement so early on, you know, and I'm always trying to tell artists because I coach artists and it's like, you know, these relationships that you build right now, you have no idea like (laughs) where this could take you. So make sure even if it doesn't feel as glamorous or fantastic as, especially nowadays where social media and everything is so in your face and the comparison Mm -hmm. game becomes so strong, but you know, it's just so important to, 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 to value where you are because Mm -hmm. the growth, you know, it's, yes. it's, it's going to come, I guess my, my question, and you know, you were just on the cruise yes. and the super jet capital jazz, super cruise. Mm-hmm. And 
I have I've had the honor to be able to perform on that cruise before oh, as cool. a you know little emerging artist mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Um and I actually probably I think the first time I ever saw you perform before I was actually an artist. Uh, maybe it was the last time you actually performed on the ship. I was just a passenger, just a guest, and I went to your show. Oh. I think you were with Yazara and Julie yeah, Dexter. Yeah, 2010. Yes, that's what it was, yeah. 2010. Yazara, yes. Julie Dexter, Wayna, yes. Gordon yes, Chambers, Wayna, Calvin right. Richardson. Right, right. Yeah. And so that was the first time I got to really see you live. And the, the the really wonderful thing about Sai, like she's being, it's just cracking me up because she's like, I just got, you know, I could sing, I just got confidence two years ago. And it's like, what? No, come on, girl. <laughs> because that's the most, that's the, that's probably what, I mean, your voice is amazing. But then aside your stage presence and your, your presence, just period, just your, oh, your um, individuality, oh. like you're, you're, you're incredibly you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't see Sai and I'm Thank like, oh, you. she's kind of trying to be like, you know, you don't see that when you see Sai, when you see Sai <laughs> perform. And and just your brand is really. And one of the things that I'm constantly trying to tell artists, the the importance of being you, right. <laughs> of, of showing up individually you, because if you start looking and sounding and being like everybody else, no, there it's just not going to stick. Right. You know, people are not going to gravitate. So for you, this, cause you know, like I said, you're very dynamic. Your stage presence is amazing Thank you. and you're very individual. Is that something that just kind of has come natural? Have you had to really work on that? Um, what has that been for you? That's a good question. Um, I don't know at what point I embraced what was unique or what is unique about myself, but I knew that at some point I had to, because if I didn't embrace what was unique about myself, nobody else would, you know? Um, so I don't really know when that, when that, um, nugget golden nugget of wisdom came to me, (laughs) but you know, but it did. And, and, you know, once, once something comes to me, I typically just dive in, you know, Mm um, and, and, and go all in. So, you know, it's, and it's still a, it's still an ongoing thing. Like every, you know, like any person, um, whether they're an artist or not, like every now and then I'll doubt myself and go, Oh my God, that's crazy. Why would I do that? Or, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then I have to remember, you know, but this is who you are. Like, why would you stop yourself from doing that? Like, I remember on that cruise mm-hmm. that you were on that you, that you just mm-hmm. mentioned, um, our stage was in like an atrium, right? Like mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. wasn't in an enclosed <laughs> venue. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> and, right. And I was like, how am I going to make an entrance in an atrium? Like we, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> like a dressing room and, and there were no wings on the stage. So I said, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm going to just take this cordless mic, this wireless mic, and I'm going to, I'm going to start singing from the elevator. And, and, and I told the drummer, <laughs> I told Biscuit, I was like, Biscuit, when yeah, they announced Biscuit my name, been yeah. around forever. <laughs> exactly. I said, Biscuit, when they announced my name, like, just start playing. You're not going to see me, but just start playing. I promise you, I'm going to, I'm going to start singing. And I started singing from deck 11 on the elevator. <laughs> and I brought, wow. and I had, I think I pulled some people into the elevator with me who were just standing around. And I was like, you guys, 
it's just party, just party with me. Like it's a party. And you could see these glass elevators coming down this glass elevator. And and I started singing from there and everybody just, you know, fell out (laughs) because it was the wildest thing. And it's, you know, it's moments like that. People, someone came up to me last week on the cruise and was like, you're the girl that sang from the elevator that time. (laughs) 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 But those are the, those are the things that, you know, imagine if I had set doubt, you know, upon myself and said, mm-hmm. don't right, do that. Right. That's crazy. But mm-hmm. instead I just went with it and, and, and I gave people something to remember me by, you know, right. and, exactly. and, right. and that's what matters, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that speaks to uh, some, we have several themes that we have with our show that we try to get uh, people who listen to, uh, to basically, you know, take to heart and you know one one of the things is um pick one thing and 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 focus on it and be good at it mm-hmm. that you're trying to do and that's mm-hmm. that'll create a habit and it'll create a you know a good a good habit for yeah. you that will help propel your career and you you never know what it will will do for you but uh i was i guess the the question is like what what habits do you think that you you've consciously formed or consciously started to do that have that you think have made you successful or added to your success? Um, I think habitually I have, you know, singing is a very physical activity. So, Mm -hmm. you know, before any gig, you know, I warm up, I very consciously warm up, which sounds weird. Like everybody should warm up, but you'd be surprised how many Mm -hmm. singers don't, you know? And Mm -hmm. um, so I warm up and after a performance, I cool down. I do a, I do a vocal Mm -hmm. cool down because, um, because it doesn't make sense to just let my muscle, you know, retreat, you know, and snap Mm -hmm. back quickly. It's like, it's like any muscle, you kind of got to take a lap, you know, um, so that, that the next time you have to use it, uh, which for singers means the next time we start talking, you know, (laughs) Um, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to be used. Um, and then I do things like I do jumping jacks right before I go out on stage. And it's really funny because a lot of times I'll have on heels and and a gown and, (laughs) and I'm standing and I'm standing in the wings doing jumping jacks. Um, and, and that's, you know, it's just a way to get my heart rate up and my, my blood pumping. Um, so that when I come out on stage, my energy at least matches the people mm-hmm. who've already been on stage for the last 20 minutes mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. um, and, and, or the people, you know, I want to, I want my energy to be at least the, as the same as the audience, you know, um, yeah. uh, another thing I've started doing is this is like a little more recent. Will um, I've started writing every day in my journal, like my daily affirmations. Um, Mm -hmm. And these are just like, I write the same ones pretty much every day. Um, And this is probably over the last four, four or five months that I've been doing this, Mm -hmm. but man, writing something down y'all is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It, it is yep. so powerful. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, to anybody listening, I can't encourage this enough or stress this enough, but the written word is more powerful than almost anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you write something down and you believe it, eventually it really will come to fruition. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yep. I kept writing down <laughs> like, um, 
earlier last year, I was writing, you know, something about getting a Grammy nomination, getting a Grammy nomination. Well, I didn't get a Grammy nomination for my project, but I wrote on Chris Dave's album and his Mm. album got a Grammy nod. So I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Also, congratulations. Yeah. And that's so funny you say that because, I mean, you know, Will, we we just keep having all this divine things because I would say we we had a recent guest who was talking about the power of affirmations and writing Mm -hmm. them every day. Mm -hmm. And that was um, that was Stu Stapleton. He's a producer. Mm -hmm. And so that was back in like December. And so since then, I have been I'm like, you know what? I need to do my daily affirmations and write it down. I can't just keep it in my head and, you know, thinking stuff. Let me write it. And so I, too, just the past two months. Mm have mm-hmm. really been doing actually we're going on three months daily and you're right like yeah. it's, i mean like i've always believed that but i just wasn't doing right. it. it's like weird it's like oh, right no that's probably right right <laughs> same here same but, here yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's really powerful and, and and it's it's one of those things i believe that every person should take a step towards their goals every single day even if it's just one yeah. step towards their goals. Mm -hmm. And I feel like writing your daily affirmations down is a one step. It's one step. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's the one thing Mm -hmm. that you can do every day just for yourself, you know? And, um, and it's important. I think, I think, yeah. 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 Wow. No, this is good stuff. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. I know we're probably getting close to like a five minute mark, but I want to ask this question no, because I'm, I'm really curious. Talking. I know. I know. We have to do like part two, three, yes, we four. Do. We got yes, all we these do. guests that we're like, we got to do a part eight. Okay. But anyway, um, <laughs> because you just mentioned being in this, in this business as an independent artist, you said like, you know, like 18 years, which is huge. That's, that's huge longevity there. Yeah. Um, and, well, and it me, is a, let me make go a ahead. Yeah, quick go ahead. distinction. I've been, I've been a, an independent artist for 18 years, but I think I've been in the business for 20. See? Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> that, right. Exactly. And you know, it's, and, and it is a very different climate now mm-hmm. you know the way people obviously and on kind of every level when it comes to music from you know the way we record to the way you hear music purchase you know all of that and, and promotion it's just very different yeah so what do you think and and i want to mention this you know you you toured with chris Bodie, right yep. for still do how long it you still do which mm-hmm. to me that's i mean to go from kind of what you were doing to you know prior i mean that's a whole nother kind of space of you know jazz and and mm-hmm. so forth and i've seen you now i saw you on social media singing with sting and i'm like oh shoot like this is crazy <laughs> like she's <laughs> so what could you that's that's huge and you know obviously you're still growing you're still moving you're still like you said you're yeah. doing affirmations you still have goals what advice would you give? Because a lot of artists feel like, you know, they should have that success by now. They should be having that Grammy by now. They should be mm. on those cruises and performing. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. Wow. What yeah. would you, what advice or tips, you know, would you say to artists, um, you know, to, to how to navigate today's industry and still have longevity and, you know, still do this thing? One thing I can, uh, let's see, there are a few things. I have been able to move about freely in different musical circles because I'm very fluid. 
Um, and, and, and fluidity is, you know, makes it, makes it so that you're able to do those kinds of things. Like I've never been one when somebody says, can you do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, I can't do that because, (laughs) because if if you answer no, you immediately uh, eliminate yourself from all kinds of circles, you know? So, Mm. so let your default answer become yes, you know, Mm-hmm. Until until you get to the point that you can start saying no, does that make sense? Like, that, yeah, that's that's like powerful. Lo- <laughs> so, so my default answer for a very long time was yes, and that was so that I would be able to to do all the you know, so that I could do stuff like DJ Quick or the Foreign Exchange, and then move mm-hmm. to Sheila E, and then move to Carnegie Hall and do a tribute to Ella Fitzgerald. Like those right. are you know. Right. So that's how that happens, um, is, is making your default answer yes and being fluid. And also doing your homework. Like if you say yes, then you have to really do your homework and make sure that you're ready <laughs> right. at all times. Yeah. And, and Sugar Free, you know, said, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And I live by that motto, mm-hmm. um, staying ready so that when the opportunity comes, I can just, you know, put on the dress that's appropriate (laughs) and go go kill it you know speaking Um, of which your dresses i mean that's another conversation but my goodness i'm like who where do you get these like is someone styling you are you picking this out like they're just so beautiful thank you some you guys go check out but usually i'm check out her ig my god some beautiful dresses really so beautiful but go ahead but um but yeah i i you know i never ever stop learning like i i think that's really important and you know william you i i admire the fact that i remember when we were getting your um your doctorate and i was just like wow like i, I felt like i was watching every step on facebook wow <laughs> <laughs> and but that that's you know the 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 part about never stop learning is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't be in this business and think you know me because I promise you, even when you know as much as someone like I don't know anybody like Quincy Jones, right. you're he he still learns. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 prides himself on yeah. it. And yeah. I think we should all yeah. be like that. Well, like that. never stop learning. I'm always a student. Yeah. Thank you, thank um, you for that. Sorry, but, and, uh, and, and I. <laughs> I, I got to also say, I think a big part of your success is just your, your demeanor, your character and your, your, your personality and your personhood. Oh, if, thank is, you. if anybody listening to the podcast, they'll hear it and that you can sort of tell in someone's voice when they have a, a pleasant spirit and a, and a, yeah. you know, amenable um, personhood, because that's, that's really what wins a lot of people over. Um, yeah. You, you could, you could be the, you know, least knowledgeable person in the room but if you're the nicest person in the room <laughs> most people will, will appreciate that and uh true. and they'll they'll really like to talk to you and you know it's just it's just pleasant to have someone Aww. around who uh who's in a, in a in a good vibration and you stay good in good vibes so i think that Thank that you. speaks a lot to your success Thanks Absolutely. a lot. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. It's not always yeah. easy, you know, because sometimes, uh, you know, as as someone who's co- kind of in the forefront or like, you know, the, the artist per se, like sometimes we feel like we have to be on at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, but but still, I I know personally that smiling at someone can make someone's entire day 
different than yep. if you don't yeah. smile, you know? So, exactly. so I try to exactly. take that, that. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and you, and you have a, you know, a reputation of that. I mean, as a, as an artist and, you know, it's, there are certain artists you kind of can hear certain things and you know, whatever you, you ignore the bad or right, whatever, right. but you clearly like seriously, and this is truthfully, I've never, it's always on the up and up in terms of the artist oh, circles. with cool. you. Yeah. And then your fans. I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's quite clear that the fans pick up on that energy. And my, my sister was just on, the recent cruise and she, she saw you perform oh, cool. and she said, she says, Sai was my top five. Oh, she was in my top five. She was amazing. so happy. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. And she is a music head. Like she is, yeah. she's gone to many of those cruises. She's very, you know, she's, she's been listening to music for a long time. Yeah. So she, for her to say that, you know, um, I think that's that, really well. And I said, yeah, no, I, I, I believe it. I believe it because I've seen her and, you know, so wow. awesome. Well, before we run completely out of time, okay. if you could just quickly kind of let our listeners know how they can follow you on social media. And if you have um, anything current or upcoming that you want to just plug and make sure people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'll be mm-hmm. coming to uh, your neck of the woods, uh, Dr. Smith. <laughs> I have a show. I, I have a show in Baltimore, February 8th at Andy Music. Wow. Uh, And then I have a weekend. Yeah, I have a weekend at Blues Alley, February 9th and 10th at Blues Alley in D.C. Uh, And I'm very excited about that. And then uh, around the rest of the country, I have February 12th at Dixon, Tennessee at the Renaissance Center. And February 18th uh, is my birthday. I'll be in L.A. at Upstairs, (laughs) Upstairs at the Tellos. And folks can find out all of this stuff and stay in touch with me by just going to my website www.sysmith.com or if you're on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com slash Music. That is the direct URL to my Facebook page. And um, I'm on Instagram where you can see my crazy big dog. <laughs> yeah, you see that one. <laughs> and, and, and maybe a gown or two. I'm at cyberspace. Uh-huh. <laughs> at cyberspace with yeah. an S on, uh, on Instagram and Twitter at cyberspace with an S. Yeah, awesome. definitely follow her, guys. And I mean, if you're in the area where she's performing, particularly artists, because she's going to give you she's going to school you, too. I tell artists, don't just go to shows just because, oh, I'm just the music music, like watch them perform and, mm-hmm. you know, connect with that. You learn so much and you really, you know, you connect with your audience. But also as an as a fellow artist, there's a lot that can be that can be learned and gleaned upon. Thank so. you. And, and you Good. know, and folks, you're welcome. Like all of my music is on iTunes and Spotify and Pandora and Tidal and all of that. So if anybody is listening yeah. via streaming streaming services, like totally go to those places and follow me. Uh, and if you want to buy directly from um, my online store is cyberspace.bigcartel.com. Ah, Excellent. And we'll include all of that in our show notes. We definitely, yeah, want to follow her on all the uh, digital platforms. Include on your playlist. Put her on your playlist. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, well, this is so fun. I love doing these podcasts. Oh, yeah. We just have so much fun. You guys, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I was so, um, I was so pleased to get an invitation and, you know, that uh, initial correspondence from you. And uh, this really means a lot. I love it when Howard comes full circle like this. Thank 
you guys. Yes. Oh yeah, You're yeah, it's, it's yeah. I do too. It's a beautiful thing. Hu is serious. We might even have a Hu president coming soon. Come on, hey, you know, I, come on. I, I, was, come on I wasn't gonna go there, but. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> saying uh, but anyway <laughs> awesome awesome uh, well, we'll, we'll uh, have our, our, our next podcast where the, this is 71 we'll be at 72 uh, next mm-hmm. next week and um, yeah. yeah so continue to listen to us and put some comments uh, you know let us know how we're doing and we, we love those and um, yeah we'll mm-hmm. see y'all next week see you soon alright bye Thank you for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbizbiz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith.com at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.